Welcome to the Alternative Hair Alchemist podcast. Now, whether you're one of the hundreds of thousands of women experiencing hair loss for any number of reasons, or if you're curious and want to check out what alternative hair is all about, you are in the right place. Hi, I'm Deborah. I am a certified alternative hair specialist, educator, and the co-creator of a -a one-of-a-kind, shame-free, stigma-free alternative hair boutique called Very Best Little Hair House, and that's where the magic happens. That's where I help women and men like you find the alternative hair that brings their inner beauty out. We take over where genetics or mother nature drop the ball and help you find and wear the alternative hair that makes you feel vibrant. I've made it my business to discover all there is to know about good wigs and toppers, and I love to talk about them. It's not just hair. It's so much more than that. This is about feeling complete, and if alternative hair is the way for you to do that, I got you covered. Yeah, it sucks when you see your scalp shining through your hair, but you know what? There is joy in finding the right alternative hair, trust me. It can be overwhelming at first. I mean, where do you start? Wig? Topper? Oh my God, will somebody know? What if my wig falls off? First of all, take a deep breath, I got you covered. This podcast addresses all things alternative hair. It's not always as easy as just finding a wig and putting it on, so I'm going to give you a tell-it-like-it-is viewpoint from what I see firsthand. I've been through it all. Stress, hair loss, alopecia, chemo. So I started my own journey about 20 years ago, and at that time I had nobody to talk to or get advice from, so I am here for you. And I can tell you this, even on my best natural hair day, I never looked or felt as confident as I do in my alternative hair. And now after five years of helping people in my shop get over that fear and get out there, I am bringing this to you to inspire, empower, and educate you. It's simple. When you look good, you feel even better. And if alternative hair is part of that confidence, who cares if you grew it or if you bought it? Forget your grandma's wig and prepare to look red carpet gorgeous. Time to end this shame and stigma. Life is too short not to love who you are, and I want you to get excited about the possibilities. So grab your headphones, feel the love I am sending your way, and let's do this. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's Alternative Hair Alchemist podcast. This is Deborah Heim. Come on in, have a seat, and we're going to get to chatting about alternative hair. Think of me as your alternative hair bestie. I'm going to give you the tell it like it is version of what I see on alternative hair. And this week, I'm going to start by talking about readiness. Yes, are you ready for alternative hair? Because it takes a degree of readiness to learn about it, to actually wear it, and to be successful. And I've been doing this for five years now, and I see people that are not ready, very little in my shop, because being different from the type of wig shop where you just come look around and buy, or you tell them, look, I want a brown topper, and they sell you that, I'm different in that I am like here to talk to you, take your vibe in, match you up with the dream alternative hair that fits you, not just what you think you want. So I work by appointment, and when people call me for 
appointments. I have a screening process because I don't want to waste my time or theirs. Sometimes when you think you're ready for a wig, there's a lot of experimentation that needs to happen. And sometimes if you are not ready for alternative hair and denial can be sneaky and take sneaky forms, you could have the most perfect wig in the world on and you'll be going, eh, it looks like a wig. Trust me, I've seen it. In fact, for a first visit, I talk to the person, ask them what's going on. And it's crazy because like they always want to give me the reason or the cause or what have you. And sometimes even in the shop, they'll want to go into what treatments they've gone through or whatever. And I just kind of like go, whoa, whoa, whoa. It doesn't matter because the solution is right here. And that is another thing like I see people waiting until they get a diagnosis or they're going through a treatment or whatever. And the thing that I want to convey to you is that don't wait, because when you get that hair that makes you feel great, you are going to be so glad you did. And the one thing to keep in mind is a wig is not a lifetime commitment. Okay, you can get a wig and maybe it turns out that it wasn't the best wig in the world, but that's the beauty of it. It's a wig. You can get another. And when I say the word wig, I also mean the word topper. I'm trying to remember to use just the word piece as in hair piece so that when I say piece, then we'll both know it's either a topper or a wig. So now that we have that cleared up. You can have more than one piece in your wardrobe, and that is thoroughly what I advocate. It just streamlines your ease of wear and your alternative hair wardrobe when you have more than one. And future episodes, I will give you some of my strategies for success, but for right now, we'll continue on readiness. Like I said, if you are not ready, no wig in the world will look great. Now, sometimes after coming to my shop, I can tell a couple wigs into it. If everything on the person's head is like, no, 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 then sometimes I'll hold it to a stop, talk to the person, and we will reorient and start over because there are times that I have had persons say they are ready for a wig, but when they get in there, when push comes to shove, combination of the fear, what have you, it comes up but I don't force anybody. Like I want you to be full body yes or not at all. Another thing I have seen in my shop is that somebody will make an appointment for either their mother, their sister, their friend, or what have you. And the person begrudgingly comes along. But then when they get there, I can kind of tell that it isn't readiness level yet. And you know what? That's okay. I tell people when they come to my shop the first time, hey, we've got an hour. We're going to try on several. You may not find anything that you love this visit. And sometimes it takes more than one visit. So we get that covered right away. And like I said, I totally get it. I have been through this myself. On the one hand, it's not a lifetime commitment, but on the other hand, I realize it is a big decision, but when you're making it with me in my shop or with my guidance, trust me, when you get down to it, it will be which one do I want or which two do I want, not, oh gosh, they come through the door wondering if they're going to find anything at all, and actually, at the end of the visit, the opposite tends to be the truth. 
One of the things I see that kind of makes me question whether readiness is there or not is that with every piece, the person will be like, that's too much hair, as in the title of my book, because I wrote it about this thing where when you have hair loss, you slowly get used to yourself with like no hair, very little hair, so that any alternative hair you put on, even when it's an appropriate amount, will seem to be too much hair. Now, they are coming out. Almost everybody has a really nice low-density choice in a wig, which is what you're going to be most comfortable with if you are an alternative hair wearer that's replacing a great deal of hair loss. But I want to make it clear, if you're shopping at home and you're getting things in, do not confuse too much hair with a normal, healthy amount of hair. And that's something only you can decide. I get people that want very little hair, some people that like big hair. But one thing I do see in common is the tendency to think that wigs have too much hair when the thing you need to pay attention to is that you've gotten used to a less than normal amount of hair. One of the things I've noticed in some of the alternative hair resale groups is it will be the same person time after time selling a wig. And that always makes me wonder if the problem is perhaps not readiness. It could be that, and it also could be lack of education of what alternative hair works for you. And if that is the case, then educate yourself. Find places that are going to give you the accurate information because sometimes people that are not having success with wigs are probably not the best people to get an accurate answer from. And I see this type of effect in the so-called hair loss support groups. You will get people that are caught up in the actual hair loss itself, still kind of feeling sorry for themselves and continuing to focus on the problem. Now, one of the things that we know about healing from anything is to continue to focus on something that's happening isn't really going to help it. So you want to be aware and catch yourself if you start feeling bad for yourself or start to feel down because you are losing hair. First of all, stop it. Don't feel bad about it. It is nothing to feel bad about. And find yourself a source of support, like a truly supportive group. You can find mine, Wise Wig Advice and Solutions on Facebook, and join that. Start hanging around supportive, positive people. If nothing else, think of me cheerleading you on. I want to hear about how it's going for you. Stop by the website. Find me on social media. Send me a picture. Let me know what's going on. I seriously would love to hear from you. I do mean that sincerely. And another reason you might want to keep tabs on me on social media is because coming up in about a month or two, I am planning a master class that will be a three-part series. First part will be readiness. Second will be choosing. And the third part will be success in alternative hair. So keep that in mind and watch for it. The biggest obstacle I have to that right now is the tech. But I'm working on it. So I want you to know that and keep it in mind. So if you are one of the ones that has decided you are ready and you've started your alternative hair journey, I advise you to just embrace it. 
Then as you go along, know it's a growing experience and that you probably will make mistakes. But when you embrace it as the solution to feeling great about yourself that it is, it makes mistakes or what you might perceive as an insult to be not so hurtful. And when you get empowered and you love what you're doing and love how you feel, you will get to where I am, where it's like your feelings just aren't hurtable. Anything that is said to me, I take it as data and either improve or change what I'm doing and go from there. One thing I remind people with hair loss when they're choosing their wig is to, to a certain extent, you want to think of it as an item of function rather than fashion. Although alternative hair can be one of the most fashionable things ever, I say it all the time, even on my best natural hair day, I did not look as great or as salon fresh as I do in any of my alternative hair days. So get used to the compliments. People will ask you all the time, where do you get your hair done? And from that, you can answer that question any number of ways. Sometimes I tell them it's a wig. Sometimes I simply say supercuts. And if you're not in the U.S., supercuts is like a bargain place where you can get your hair cut. Not as any means of an insult to supercuts, but there are plenty of them around here. So if you want to keep them guessing, just insert your favorite salon name. And before I go, don't let wanting to look perfect or last minute panic before you go out the door stop you from wearing alternative hair. One of the things I do in my shop is a lot of cheerleading and encouragement, and I want to do that for you right now. I mentioned that last minute panic because I often see it in my shop, even when people are absolutely thrilled about what they've chosen. And we decide, okay, you're going to wear it out of the store. We're going to cut the tag, what have you. After that moment, that tag is cut. There's this moment when it becomes very real. So even if you're at home, this might happen to you. When you're about to go out that door, I know I do it myself to this day. Sometimes you'll kind of second guess or whatever. Well, don't do that to yourself. I assure you, you look great. Rock that alternative hair. Come back next week because I think I'm going to talk about when your friend isn't your friend or no support from your significant other. Until next time, take care. If you loved this episode and want to connect with me, please go to my website and drop me an email, verybestlittlehairhouse.com, so we can get in touch. And until next time, remember that you are beautiful, perfect, and loved just the way you are.